Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Welcome to another outstanding edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generations. Yes, I am Ron Kolick, New England's own Van Helsink, and with me, not in her rainy camper, but in <laughs> her dungeon, is the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Kerrigan. Hi, everybody. Hello. No, I am not in my rainy camper, and I'm very happy about it. So, <laughs> Me too. Me too, actually. Uh, I love anyway. camp, but... Not when it's pouring rain. No, thank you. Right. Anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Tojinet and Pararex Radio and wherever else this thing is being carried and downloaded and wherever else. Also, you can reach it on iTunes, of course. Um, we are brought to you by Circles of Wisdom 386, Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Galant Messier family law group so there you go oh nice we have a new sponsor yes we do that's lovely yep having the commercial made up shortly so hopefully very uh, nice anyway all right so we do have a guest today i guess uh uh roy's trying to what was that sorry i have dogs whoop <laughs> okay <laughs> I guess we do have a guest. Now. I think things are working. That's excellent. Well, Good something's working. I don't know. With that <laughs> curse, curse picture of mine, you know. Uh, yeah, anyways. I still haven't seen your curse picture. I'm waiting. Yeah. Impatiently. Don't. You shouldn't because it. I I don't want to say too much about it because it's yeah. Anyway, all right, fine. We talked. We talked about the last show uh, last yesterday on the international show with Steve Parsons. We talked about and Marla Brooks. We talked about gremlins, and uh, that's pretty much what this picture is. It produces gremlins. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. Anyway, so we do have a guest, and uh, right. she is from actually from the station's neck of the woods. She's from Texas, I believe. Uh, Becky Vickers. Becky, you there? I am. <laughs> Sorry Hi, Becky. About the on... Hi, how are you? Great. You, you are from Texas, right? I am from Texas, around the Dallas area. Okay. This show is uh, originating uh, from Tyler, Texas, which is, have no clue where it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Too, that's not too far from me at all. No, oh, excellent. Ah. It's always always nice to have one of you young ladies with the charming uh, southern ac- accents. <laughs> Roy says you. You guys- uh, East Texas. Yes. East Texas. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, Vicky, you are a paranormal investigator. You are a uh, author. And you also do tours and a whole bunch of other cool things. So uh, let's start at the beginning, as all shows do. And 
ask you how you get involved in the paranormal. Well, um, when I was 17, which was just, you know, a couple years ago. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, like a lot of people, I lost somebody very, very close to me. And um, I struggled with that death. I didn't want to let go. I didn't really know how to cope with it. It was something sudden. It, he, The gentleman was my grandfather. And mm-hmm. um, I just thought, you know, I, I can't deal with this at 17. I, I need him to be around. And so I just started reading and then researching anything I could to do with communicating with the afterlife. And um, very young, started, you know, going to the cemeteries and um, trying out, you know, back then we had the old little tape recorders that you put the little tape in and you hit record. <laughs> right. and uh, Yeah, remember those? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was before, that was before my time. I'm sorry. Oh, right. Yes, Ron. <laughs> you had you so, had uh, parchment and quill pens in your yeah, time. Thank you. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yes. Yes. We we don't know about that part. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's just basically that's that's how I really got started in it is just, you know, the loss of a loved one and not wanting to let go. I I can understand that why you would be interested, but what made you continue to uh, do it? Because, you know, we also have a tragic event or or something in our lives that makes us start to do something, but it takes a lot more determination to keep at it. So what, what, what keeps you going? You know what? I love it. I love it through the core of my body. I love the research side of it to try and uh, prove, of course, that we can communicate with the afterlife and ghosts and spirits are really around us. Um, So everything everything that I learned just intrigued me more, basically, and I wanted to know more. How can I continue to, uh, you know, research it? So mm-hmm. I, I, it's as part of me as much as breathing is. I, I, I'm always teasing my team saying, look, when I'm 80 and 90, please don't leave me at home. Take the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to the cemetery, to the haunted houses. Please don't leave me behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just wheel me in. Just wheel yes, me in. I'll yes. be fine. I'll be fine. I agree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that once you start, you, you know what, Jan and I actually have a, a Jan is my wife, we have a very good uh, pact when uh, dementia sets in. Uh, <laughs> what we've decided, whoever gets dementia first, we're just going to drop them off at the mall with no ID, and that'll solve the problem. <laughs> nice. That's nice, Ron. <laughs> yeah, well, whoever it is, you know, it uh-huh. you know, could be me. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah, we'll find out. But, you know, as I was saying, I mean, I agree with Becky. I think that once you kind of start down that paranormal path, it's you can't walk away from it. It's I don't want to call it an addiction. <laughs> uh, but it's a calling. It's, 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 a, a, calling. it's a passion, a calling, oh, yes. if you will. Yeah, and, I will. Uh, I agree. I agree. You just can't can't put it down. Can't put it down. You know what? It's when you capture that first 
really good EVP that says mm-hmm. your name or responds to you intelligently and you know darn well there wasn't anyone else in the room with you or anything that could have, you know, answered that way. And, man, that draws you into, like, what else is out there that I don't know about. So mm-hmm. it's just a constant growing and learning. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I want to go back to what you said something earlier. You said about the old uh, uh, cassette recorders. And did you capture any EV, good EVPs uh, on the uh, the uh, tape? Of course. Okay. And Let's actually, a lot, yeah, of people, a, lot of, yeah, a lot of people will use those today because everyone knows that there's like, I don't know, like you can do selfies and Photoshop and everything that's digital, more than likely you can manipulate some way. You know what I mean? Like you can change mm-hmm. it. Um, so even today, uh, you know, if, if I still had one, I would love to use it because it is what it is. You can't change it. You you know, that's that's the original recording right there on the little cassette. Mm-hmm. Right. And, of course, you can always find them in thrift shops. True. True. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know last time Steve Parson, uh, he's uh, one of the leading parapsychologists in the UK. He comes over here every year and does some work with me. And uh, we always hit the thrift shots, and he always, I can see his eyes light up when he comes across an old <laughs> reel to reel or a cassette player. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. yeah. Fun stuff. Right. And I mean, uh, we always used to record meetings with them, and they would really? be. Oh, yeah. Well, I used to work for an attorney, and that was... Oh, I get it. Okay, I thought you meant the, I, radio, the TV station. I was like, really? uh, Well, not at the not at the TV... St- well, <laughs> not on audio cassette at the TV station, but uh, we used to record board meetings, uh, like the board of selectmen. The girl was still using a tape until just a few years ago. I'm like, you know, they make digital recorders. <laughs> I think you could retire that tape. Oh, no. She wasn't going to give that up. It was the funniest thing. But uh, I agree. I think it's it's a little more difficult to, uh, uh, you know, manipulate them. Manipulate it them. is. And, and so. I know exactly what you're talking about. My mm-hmm. daytime job is an HR manager, and mm-hmm. I used to have to attend all the board meetings. And that's, we would use the old little push-button, you know, tape recorders. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the end of the tape, and it goes, beep until you flip it over <laughs> yep you gotta ask everybody please no speaking no talk let me split this <laughs> yeah that's funny actually some of the, the the best evps and some of the early research in evp of course was done on the old reel-to-reels and uh the the information they got at that time was far better than anything we have received now i mean the original evps were long sentences uh sometimes in several languages uh they were really clear and and uh yeah and now it's uh you know people go out with a recorder or into a place and they'll ask a dozen questions they'll get some answer and they'll uh equate it to something that happened in the house uh, and uh yeah so it's it's the evidence and it's usually just one word you don't really get these uh, long sentences as they did in the early days. Hmm. Right. That's crazy. Right. Wasn't the original uh, 
EVP, the original one that was first caught, wasn't the uh, man first trying caught. to record bird songs? Oh, that was one of the gentlemen. That was uh, – uh, oh, God, I can't think of his name offhand. Mm. Uh, you not can't right, either. Not, not right, uh, not right, though, the, uh, right though, but uh, – oh, God, whatever. Anyways, yes, that's absolutely true, and his mother's, mother's voice came in. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, which was interesting. And speaking about that, at Spur, of course, this year, we'll uh, – as part of the Saturday night event, we're doing a – road dye workshop where you'll make your own road dye diode and uh, you go out and use it uh, to investigate. So that'd be kind of cool too. Cool. So, yeah. so anyways. Yes. I said, how fun is that? <laughs> that would be awesome. I think that sounds amazing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I do have a bunch of things I do want to ask you about. One of them, it, it kind of, because I heard a dog in the beginning of this thing, and and you you talk about signs from animals uh, it, yes. on your blog. I, yes, I do absolutely believe a hundred percent that um, you can have communication with past animals and um, um, and even your living animals. Now, um, how many people do you know that talk about? You know, their dog acting strange and refusing to go into a particular room, maybe, or staring at the ceiling when there's nothing there. Um, it, it's kind of like children, you know. They're not programmed to uh, rationalize. You know, like if a door shuts for us, we're like, okay, the wind blew that, the house is uneven. Uh, the, things, the same thing with pets. I mean, they don't know any different. They see what they see. And they hear what they hear. Um, I recently, about four or five months ago, lost uh, a pet of mine that I had had for 15 years. And I have a um, camera inside of the house, so like a security camera. Mm-hmm. And I had gone away for the weekend. And, oh, my gosh, y'all, you should see the video. You <laughs> can see a transparent little dog come into the oh. living room and go to the stairs and come back around. And I mean, it is amazing. And I flipped out when I saw it because I, I knew that was my little dog just kind of, just kind of um, making an appearance to say, we're, I'm still here and, and, and we're good, you know. So absolutely pets can, can assist with the spirit world. Wow. Yeah. One of my, uh, I've seen, uh, a, a what I call is a, a solid apparition that one that looks just like anything that's uh, in our realm. Uh, and uh, it was a lighthouse one time. It was on a Sunday morning. I was having coffee uh, off a room off the kitchen with uh, someone else. And I looked towards the kitchen and I saw a dog go across the door. And uh, but it, the funny part about it, it didn't make any noise at all. Not like, you know, you, you would hear that claws on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I jumped up and ran into the other room for number one, because there weren't supposed to be any dogs in here. And number two, because of the, it didn't make any sound. So I went in the kitchen. There was no dog there. There was all the doors were closed. And uh, so I came back and the, the woman I was with was for the director of the lighthouse. And she says, well, what would you see, Ron? Can you describe the dog? I said, absolutely. I saw it as clear as day. And I described the dog. And uh, she just shook her head and kind of smiled. She says, well, you know, this was on an island. She said, uh, every uh, there was a lighthouse keeper one time, and he had a dog. And when it was time for him to leave the island, the dog wouldn't go. So the dog stayed on the island. And every lighthouse keeper after that 
uh, took care of him until he died on, on the island. Oh. And she says, the dog you described absolutely sounds like the one. And I saw a picture of the dog. It, it, damn, it looked very close to it. Could I see it was a dog? No, of course not. But it, it was as clear as day to me, a, a dog. So I, I do believe that uh, uh, spirits, whether they're intelligent or not, of animal skin still hang around. Oh, 100%. So that brings us, go ahead, Ann. Oh, I I was just going to ask about, now I know she has this bridge tour. Are we going to dive into that yet? (laughs) That was was a segue, animals, into uh, goat men. Goat man. (laughs) Nice, nice. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is really funny because... When I saw Goatman's Bridge, now we're up in Massachusetts, and uh, my friend Dale, uh, he's an old uh, Cub Scout guy, you know, and we always had a story around the campfire about Goatman, and he would say it like that, and uh, (laughs) it was just so funny, but I need to hear about your Goatman before anybody hears okay. about my goat man. <laughs> well, I want to know about your goat man. <laughs> our, our, the goat man that Dale uh, would always tell the story about, you'd hear the clip-clop, clip-clop in the woods. And, of course, because it was a Boy Scout campfire story, you know, it would always yeah. be the Boy Scouts hearing the clip-clop, clip-clop in the woods, and it would get closer and closer and closer, and they'd be hiding in the outhouse or something, you know, along that line. Like, he would make it up as he went. But it was always, you know, he was terrifying Boy Scouts for, as you know, as many years as I as I can remember with the goat man. And, and that would be the end of the Cub Scout that was hiding in the outhouse. And no one ever heard from him again. Of course not. <laughs> My goodness. Well, yeah, we, at our bridge, we have had many disappearances. That is the true thing. Now, whether Goatman has drug them into the woods, who really knows? But uh, we have had several disappearances in the location, for sure. For sure. Uh, uh. So, where did this Goatman come from? He just, you know, came in on a flying saucer? or <laughs> Was he carried in by uh, Sasquatch or what? So the legend is that there was an African-American uh, goat farmer. And back in the day, around the mid-1850s, um, he sold goats for a living. And he was really successful. But also back in the day, the KKK was very prevalent in the area. So for a black man to be successful in their little town didn't go mm. over very well. It wasn't, you know, they didn't like it. So uh, they waited for him one night after a big sale of selling his goats in town. And um, they basically uh, just put a noose around his neck and, and oh. threw him over the bridge. Mm. So they left him there to die. They came back to the bridge. And there was nothing there but a noose. He was, there was oh. no body, no anything. So they had <laughs> been fearful that he's going to go, he knows who did this, and he's going to report it or whatever, tell people. So they go to his house where his family was, Goatman's house, uh, 
his his actual name was Oscar Washburn. Um, mm-hmm. But so they go to Oscar's house, they burn his house down, rape and murder his his wife and his children. Aww. So there's the the long story of it. But at the bridge, there is also a lot of black magic. There's a lot of devil worshiping that goes on. Um, mm-hmm. There's proof of that all the time, all the time. Uh-huh. Um, back so what, what kind of proof, Becky? Oh, you you will see the burning candles. You'll see the pendulums just in the middle of the trail. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, you know, we, we may be taking a tour through there, and all of a sudden we come upon, you know, a pendulum in, on driv, drawn on the ground with a um, mm-hmm. candle burning, actually still burning. Wow. Um, you'll pass people that are dressed in black folk that do not want to speak. You know, you just pass quietly, and they go further down into the woods, and we take our tours. Um, so there's just all kinds of stuff. But where the goat man comes in is supposedly they have conjured in a half man and half goat spirit that, you know, back in the day when the bridge was open for crossings and the kids would take their girlfriend or boyfriends out there and try to scare them. Um, and kind of like you were saying that they could hear the hooves, you know, walking <laughs> up to the car and they'd get scared and run off. Um but supposedly, you know, you had to get out just in the nick of time or, you know, Goatman would attack and kill you and drag you over the bridge. Ah. So uh, there's a lot going on um, paranormal-wise. We, mm-hmm. There's a lot of spirits because there actually was an old town there. Um, and I do believe that a lot of the travelers in the day, spirits still, still linger in, you know, in the woods. Um, it's very thick woods. The bridge is no longer used for traffic. Um, it used to be a cattle cross where you could, uh, the old cowboys would run the cattle across the bridge. It, now it's just foot traffic. You know, it's actually very pretty in the daytime when the mm-hmm. sun sets. But, man, when the sun goes down, crazy things start to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my goat man might be related to your goat man. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're brothers. I don't know. I know. I so you, you've written a book on this, uh, which is Goatman's Bridge, I believe. Yes. The Secrets of Goatman's Bridge. Yeah. And on- that's available where? Um, you can get it on Amazon. You can get okay. it on Amazon. Um, it came out. It was a number one bestseller, so I was super excited about that. Awesome. Um, nice. Of, thank you. It has a lot of actual history. So at the beginning of the book, I talk about the town and the spirits because I believe you have to know the spirits that you're going to encounter. Um, one of the mm-hmm. spirits that I did a research on, and I, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you guys, it was the Grand Dragon of the KKK. And this man was beyond the epitome of evil. Um, he had four wives. He, the last one he actually killed. Um, and the report from the actual court documents were cannibalism. Because oh. he said, yeah, he had chewed his wife's breasts and thighs and legs and arms. It was awful. Oh, um, gross. Yeah. Yes. The I'm saying on him, drugs were involved. Yeah. <laughs> 
Or alcohol. No, a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, he was just that that kind of person. He was horrible. Mm. During that research, I mean, I had to take a tenor break. If you guys oh, yeah. have done paranormal, you know, when you, you're really getting into something so dark, you do have to take a break because it can bring depression. It can bring <laughs> in bad dreams and all of this. Um, oh, sure. It was really, really hard doing the research for for the history of the KKK stuff. Mm, I can't now, imagine. When you write stuff yeah. like this about the KKK, how, how do they respond? Do they even care or do they just ignore it? Well, Ron, I I haven't had anyone contact me about that, so I'm hoping I, that they're okay with it. I mean, I'm <laughs> okay, I was just curious. I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to support the KKK in any way. I'm just stating mm-hmm. facts as I know them and as I found out. Um, right. But oh my gosh, thanks for putting that in my head. <laughs> <laughs> now she's never going to sleep again. Nice work, Van yeah. Helsing. That's great. Yes. Well. Great. Shoot. <laughs> I'm Thanks, not dealing Ron. with Appreciated my that. <laughs> it's actually it's it's one of my uh, I, I had wrote, wrote a little uh, written a little blog on it myself about you know who speaks for the dead and, and it's so uh, there are so many mediums and and psychics out there that uh, will say that different things about people who have passed and, and died, like they were pedophiles and they did this, their spirits are haunting here and there. And, and yet there's a lot of time there is no evidence at all that, right. that uh, this really happened. So it, it's like, oh, who's you just say whatever you want and then, you know, uh, you yeah. know too bad to the families, too bad for relatives. Right and things so that's kind of what my pet peeves anyways but it sounds like you did the research so I, I, i'm not equating that to you becky sorry mm-hmm. oh no that's oh. no it's uh it's all i can back up everything i read the the man actually well, went to court i'm gonna have to stop the- you now because we have to take a break now so i do apologize sure. Hang on. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with uh, Bond Bombshell and Carrigan and New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and our special guest, Becky Vickers, right here on Tojinet and Pararex Radio. We'll be right back after the following messages. Do you have a paranormal event? book or something else you want people to know about then why not advertise it on ghost chronicles radio with over 150,000 downloads a month get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject we have a plan at a cost that fits your needs for more information contact ron kolick at any ghost project at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678 hello hello can you hear me my name is harry price i am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. 
Well, Mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian and our special guest this evening, Becky Vickers from Bex. From what? Bex. B-E-C-K-S. Bex. Huh? Bex. That's the name of the group, right? Am I correct? It is. Yes. There, it actually there you go, Ron. Stands. There you go, Ron. It actually uh-huh. has a meaning. It, it's behind every... Cloud is a kindred spirit. So it's those back. Very nice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pay that? attention, Ron. Pay attention, Ron. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Says it like I'm crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a crazy well, guy. Like you're both crazy. So you actually give tours of this bridge as well, I believe, starting uh, October, it seems. Yes. Yes. We, we are October's are so busy, but please, any of your listeners, come out and join us. It's a good time. Um, we we show you all kinds of um, places, interesting places that uh, we've had paranormal encounters. Uh, a lot of the darker side, we go to that. Um, but mm-hmm. it's a good time, and you can find that at bexghosthunters.com. You can sign up there. Um, there's a Facebook site, the original Goatman Bridge Tours. You guys, come and join us. Um, it's a good time. But, yeah, ah. yeah, we go all through the woods and on the bridge and I bring equipment. And uh, so everybody hopefully will have their own personal experiences. You guys should come and go. Oh, I would, I would love to do that. But we have an event that Friday night, <laughs> September oh. 4th. So Texas is a long way to go. September 4th? In between. I mean, oh, no, October 4th. Sorry. <clears throat> October. <laughs> October, October. This is October crazy. This is October fifth, right? Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. So, anyway, sorry. So you guys, check it out. You have an open invitation next time you guys are around the Texas area. Oh, we'll I love that. Goat I would love to see Goatman's Bridge. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> so, so Becky, or uh, uh, should I call you Bex? Um, should is there? Any cemeteries? Because Anne is a great taffophile. Yes, I am. Really? Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, literally, all almost all of the spirits that we encounter at the bridge are buried in a cemetery, probably a half a mile from the bridge. Oh, nice. Yes. Nice. So yes. Some of the original town folk donated the land for the townspeople, and uh, there's a lot of the spirits that we believe we communicate with actually buried there. So, girl, oh. come on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's That would be awesome. How, how old is the cemetery? Do you know? Um, early, I would say around 1840, I believe, is when the uh, actual cemetery was established. Okay. 
that. So on the so you know, when did that. when did Texas become a state? Texas Do you know? Became a state, seventeen seventy six, right? Or no? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's why I asked. It's you know, it's your state, not mine. Although I love Texas. <laughs> All right, no, no problem. I was just curious if they were before or after they were statehood. Um, so, I guess, uh, yeah, it sounds really cool. Anyways, yeah, cemeteries is yeah, the thing. So you talk about communicating with the spirits, uh, and and how do you do that? We well, we have spirit boxes um, that we use, okay. and we use the K two meters. We have an SLS cam that we bring. It's like kind of new in the field. It's the little stick-figure guy that, you know, shows up on yeah, your, your yeah, camera. Yeah. Yes. So, well aware. Yeah, so that's <laughs> always fun, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, we have all different kinds of ways. We use mm-hmm. dousing rods. We use a lot oh, of different ways. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. yeah, dousing rods and pendulums. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Yep, we use those a lot. The old like, ways. Like the, uh, I like the pendulum, but I, I like to use the dousing rods. I think they're they're kind of cool. You have to I mean you have to get right just the right balance, but I think that they're really interesting to work with. It's really fun because we do bring dousing rods um, for people to use, and you can show them how to use it. You know, and the the rods will move. You know, right for yes, left for no, whatever it is your intention is with the rods that you mm-hmm. want your answers move left mm-hmm. for yes, whatever. Um, and so you show them that, and they're like, yeah, right, you're doing it. We know you're doing it. <laughs> Every, you know, How can I'm you like, be doing you it? Go. You're not holding them. Yes. <laughs> yes. You give it a shot, and then you, and then when it moves for them, and they know they didn't do it, you know, they freak out. So <laughs> it's always fun when you have someone new that finds that out. It's like, I tried to tell you. <laughs> mm. Right. Exactly. Do you get yeah. anybody that that really becomes scared on these tours? I mean, do you have to deal with uh, that type of emotion uh, when yeah. you, we do this tour? Yeah. And, and how do you um, deal with them? Just curious. Well, we've had people that became physically sick. Um, mm-hmm. The bridge, unfortunately, because of this grand dragon, this Steve, um, he is very disrespectful of women. So, uh, unfortunately, a lot of our ladies are the... And, you know, target of him. So they'll mm-hmm. become sick, they'll be scratched, or they'll just became, become super enraged. And um, we just have to get them out of the location. We have to, you know, take them away from the bridge and let them get some fresh air. And usually, almost instantly, you know, that they're back to normal. I mean... Oh, um, you, you have to go there, Ann. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Um, you know... If you guys watch Ghost Adventures, I, I know, I know um, some of their stuff is really, really out there. Mm-hmm. But when we did a couple of years ago their Halloween special, Route 666, and oh, cool. one of their cast, yeah, one of their cast members really was having a possession at the time. Mm. And, um, and I witnessed it firsthand. It was so bad for her. She was a very young girl. She knew nothing about the bridge. So mm-hmm. in my mind, she was a very easy target for, for right. the spirit because she knew nothing. She didn't know how to protect herself. But literally, y'all, she quit the show. She quit wow. both adventures the bridge. Her marriage fell apart. I tried to stay <gasps> in contact with her. 
and send her some protection things to help her through it. Um, but it was really, really bad. And all of, all of that that played out on TV really was a real deal. It, it was a bad, it was a bad thing. That's horrible. Yeah, it was bad. How awful. Oh, that is. That's why, that's why Zach should have been Helsing's special blend. I tell yes. you that. <laughs> <laughs> nice run. Yeah, throw it in there. Throw a little ad in there. little plug in there. Um, yeah, you know, I was looking at the the photos, some of the photos on your site, and one of them was uh, a girl's back with scratches on it. Um, yes. Yeah, it usually happens at my house on Saturdays. Uh, yeah, it happens, yeah. Okay, Ron. <laughs> sure it does. It's possessed sure. here. <laughs> sure it does. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that that was <laughs> kind of scary. Mm-hmm. It is. Unfortunately, that happens a lot to the ladies, and it's usually to the guests that's very skittish um, and just a little bit nervous the whole night. You know, and you guys know, being in the paranormal stuff in the world, that you really have to have a good mindset to protect yourself. Um, And some people just don't know how to do that. And unfortunately, a lot of the the young girls coming on the tour will get scratched. Two or three girls we had scratched one night um, on their stomachs, and we took Mm. photos of them side by side, and they were identical. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was just like three scratches just went down these girls' stomachs across, Mm. you know, long way. It was kind of kind of crazy. That's really frightening. One thing I love about your website, of course, is that you have fun stuff on it, and. Some of my funniest fun things to do is when you have two pictures side by side and you have to tell the differences between them. I am absolutely committed to those. I love those things. <laughs> they have the little the ones in the Sunday. They have the the ones in the Sunday Sunday comic. The Sunday Sunday comics, and I I cannot resist them. I have to go and find the twenty three things that are different in two photographs. Oh. Oh. Ron, I'm going to be honest. I'm ex- I'm in your boat, man. I love <laughs> Give me two pictures of, with stars, circles, or whatever. Let me decide, you know, find what's different in them. Yeah, yes. those are so much yes. fun. <laughs> I love them. I can't help it. <laughs> so much fun. <sighs> okay. Recently, recently we, we, uh, we came into the 20, what century is this? Uh, 21st. <laughs> 21st century, yes. And we got one of those uh, large TVs, flat screens, whatever the hell they are. And uh, I find them so annoying because my eyes dot all over the thing looking for <laughs> everything. I'm one of those that, that sees stuff, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I observe, I'm very much of an observer, see so many different things. I can tell when something's out of place or when everything's in so on. I have a large schema. I've got to get used to it because my eyes are dotting everywhere to see it versus the old little square thing. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you your rabbit ears back, Ron. Uh, yeah, please do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as, long, as long as you hold the tent foil for me, that would be fine. Oh, my goodness. The good so, old day. One of the other things that I saw on your website. Um, so you did some research, and I'm impressed. I actually do that, Ron. I know oh, it is amazing. So you, there's a hospital 
uh, that you have investigated as well. Oh, cool. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. Tell us about York, that. Yorktown Memorial. Y'all, mm-hmm. it is absolutely one of the most haunted places I have ever been. And mm. seriously, I've been doing this 30-something years. Um, mm. If Get you out. guys go look at I, I know, I know. I kind of lied in the beginning when I said it was <laughs> 17, <laughs> a couple of years ago. But, well, unless it wasn't past anyway, life. Anyway, yeah, we, we're not going to focus on that. <laughs> but, yes, Yorktown Memorial is down at Yorktown, Texas. It's close to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Go on to YouTube, look up Becky Bickers, and look at the apparition that we caught in this hospital. Mm-hmm. Not only did we catch a full-bodied apparition actually interacting with us, that um, has a creepy doll room, and there's dolls oh. in just everywhere. Yes. And you, oh yeah, Anne, you know how that is. And uh-huh. we had a doll that absolutely had no batteries, no anything that we caught that would respond to us. It would giggle. Oh, we would say. Mommy, Daddy, um, read to me. And we're like, how in the hell is this <laughs> happening? <laughs> the lights, there's no electricity. I mean, this, this hospital is is in bad, bad shape. The ceiling's falling out. It's, it's in bad shape. It's totally got the creep factor, people. I mean, it's <laughs> creepy as hell. But the lights, we have video of lights coming on in some of the rooms. Like, it is unfreaking believable you guys need to check that out yeah i will i will definitely and so i know i know i have not i didn't have time to watch the videos but i know so the videos uh links are on your website um, yes ma'am to the the haunted york how did you guys get in there they let you in there or is this yeah yeah there's okay okay so they have a creepy caretaker i'm not (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, so she, she just batted her her big blue eyes and said and twirled her blonde hair and said, "Hello, creepy caretaker, <laughs> can you please let us in?" <laughs> no, we went through proper channels and had oh, okay. <laughs> but they do have a caretaker, and he's like this tall, slinky, just oh, really long hair guy that. All of a sudden, shows up behind you and is like, "Do you need anything?" It's like, "Holy crap!" You know where in the hell did you come from? Oh my god! Yeah. So it, yeah. Be be aware of the caretaker. <laughs> so I wow. noticed also in your photographs that you came up in our neck of the woods, Salem, Massachusetts. <gasps> oh my god! I love your neck of the woods. <laughs> love. We, we do love your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. Salem is amazing. I, I can't wait to come back. We, we when did you, when did you come up? Talking about. I'm sorry? When did you come up to Salem? It's probably been, it's been a while. I would say five or six years ago. Five or six years ago? Did you come in October or in the summertime? Or? 
I am telling you, it was the coldest damn month of y'all's whole entire year, I think. I think oh, no, we have much colder than that. No matter what, how cold it was, I'm sure we have much colder. <laughs> Look, I, being from Texas, if it gets 32 degrees, we freak out here. It's like oh, that's warm. <laughs> you know, we, we don't know what to do. It's cold. You know, mm. we're going to all freeze to death here in Texas. <laughs> and when I came up, you guys had snow, and it was cold. So freezing yes, yes. cold. Lovely. lovely. That happens. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. I cannot wait to get back up there. Aww. Yeah, we, you ever come up this way, uh, message me or email me, and uh, we can tell you a lot of cool places to go. I oh, yes, ma'am. Lighthouses and all kinds of cool places. Oh, maybe. When, when do y'all have warm weather? Because it was too too cold yeah. it's 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 been we've had 90s and 80s here all, all summer have you of course, course that summer doesn't begin until about june so you know yeah, yeah. it's a little, a little tiny later. window yeah july and august is really summer <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty much well, pretty much I strong summer i definitely get in touch with you guys and um may um, seriously maybe next summer I can come up cool. and you guys can tell me where I need to go. And, um, sure. It's a beautiful place. I had never been to Boston, and it's close. And, um, you know, went to Boston and checked out all the fun stuff there. Um, love, love, love the area. Cool. Yeah, we uh, yeah, we could do something for sure. I also saw that you were in Tyler, Texas, by the way, because Dry Creek Cemetery is in Tyler, Texas. Oh. Yes. You guys will have to watch in January, um, hopefully, and I don't know the actual date, but I just filmed for, or just did the film for uh, Paranormal Caught on Camera with the Travel Channel. Oh, yeah. So they're putting all, yeah, they're putting all the footage together from Dry Creek, um, so they're oh, going to cool. do an episode on that after the first of the year. Oh, Tyler, Creek Texas is going to be on the map. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Oh, wait a minute. I love Tyler, too. <laughs> Tyler's an awesome place. It has the big pine trees. Love it. Okay, so you were also on uh, My Ghost Stories. Uh, most Haunted. First, I thought that was Most Haunted, the show. Then I realized it was on My Ghost Stories. So what, uh, what is that about? Um, the My Ghost Stories is about the bridge. Um if you'll look on oh, the blog, there's some photos that we actually did of a... There's a little video, team. too. Yeah. We had um, actually gone out on Friday the 13th, real late at Woo! night. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got you to gotta go on those scary days, right? Yeah. Um, long story short, we caught a picture of a very dark black cloak standing behind one of our team members. And mm-hmm. thank God she had the mental mind to take back-to-back photos you know you guys that's how you can tell ron talking about the differences that's how mm-hmm. you can help validate your evidence to take two or three pictures in the same location location the same way but we mm-hmm. had a black cloak super solid black cloak show up in it and the very next shot it's mm-hmm. gone so they were very very interested in that so we they came down and and we filmed here and then we flew up to la and did the rest of it Awesome. Oh, cool. And I, will you talk about your team. Uh, how many people are on your team? Right now, our core team is six, 
and um, we always invite people to come along. As long as the residents that we're investigating is good with that, we get their permission. We actually do a lot of commercial buildings locally in North Texas. Um, oh, cool. There's a lot of crazy places that are haunted here. <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, my dear. <laughs> yes, yes. But I have a core team of six, so shout out to them. They're amazing. They're awesome. You want to give their names? That's fine. And what they do? Sure. We have Tammy Hightower, Kalisa Hightower, Ruth Vickers, Chris Anderson, Kalisa Anderson. I want to give a shout out to uh, Greg Stevenson. He's uh, he's with a different team, but we do a lot with theirs. Um, they're mm -hmm. with the RIP crew and the RIP team. They're awesome. So shout out to them. We do a lot of stuff. Uh, it's really fun to do investigations with two teams because you see different investigative styles. And it's, oh, sure. it's awesome. You know what I mean? Like maybe we do it one right. way, they do it another, and then we compare our evidence. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So shout out to, uh, and I'm sorry, I forgot two fairly new members of our team from last year, which is Bella and Leela. So shout out to you ladies. Um, mm -hmm. They're there amazing. You go. <laughs> and if I forgot anybody, I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And well, yell well you, will, you will be, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's going to be bad. But anyway, so uh, let me see. What was I? Oh, see, I'm distracted. I do that all the time. I apologize. Anyways, <laughs> what what has been the most profound experience that you've had? Oh, my gosh. You know, doing it as long as I have. I've been scratched push of um, all of that. Um, I've been in uh, Alton, Illinois, where oh, yeah. one time... Oh, you get around, really... don't you? <laughs> I do travel. I do travel. Evidently. <laughs> yes. I, I Look, there's a lot of paranormal stuff I plan on seeing before, you know, it's my time to be on the other side and, and mess with people. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Um, probably the most profound that scared me absolutely the most is not in a in a haunted house or like the bridge or anything. It was actually out at White Rock Lake in Dallas, Texas, a place I never expected to investigate. Um, but there was, it was late one night and there was something coming up to me, long story short, and I could see leaves moving in the shape of this thing and it's coming up to me and you guys know and you know and ron you know when mm -hmm. your your sixth sense kicks in and you're like what's happening i know this is in a good space oh my mm -hmm. god this thing just walked up like to my face and was breathing like yeah. i that's probably the only time i ever freaked out is because i couldn't see it but other mm -hmm. than the physical seeing it move in the leaves coming walking straight up to me and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it was craziness, craziness. But, yeah, there's too many to, to count of stuff that I've seen and felt and, and all of that. But that really, I think for it to walk straight up and be so close to my face just uh, freaked me out, freaked me out bad. Okay. Uh -huh. So what's the funniest thing that ever happened? You ghost, I think. Oh, this one I got. So we were doing a resident um house that was extremely haunted and 
right off the bat, we're putting up cameras and we're getting we're getting ready. And oh my God, you know things are happening, and so we're getting all excited and and geared up. And I have glasses, and so a lot of times I'll put my glasses on my head and you know set up the cameras mm-hmm. and the IRs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I felt something grab me on the back of my neck and go down Ooh. my back. And I screamed, <laughs> like literally blood curdling scream. Oh. Me! Me! You know? <laughs> and it's all on video, unfortunately. But uh-huh. just my glasses fell off backwards and went down the back of my shirt. <laughs> but because we were in the dark, I didn't know what it was. So it felt like it gripped me on my neck and went down the back of my shirt. I had no idea. No. <laughs> That is so funny. Uh, Yeah. I screamed. I jumped. I swore somebody grabbed me on the neck and then went down my back. Oh, my God. But, yeah. It was glasses. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's probably something I would do. (laughs) That's why why I love Most Haunted. I used to love Yvette screaming. (laughs) Oh, God. That's so funny. Oh, God. Because I've done that. Like, how I've done that. Like, so I have these stupid cheaters, which make me crazy. And I always have them on top of my head. I've done that a hundred times. Like, you tilt your head back, yes. fall off the back of your head. Oh, yes. God. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. Well, I don't oh, know the only well, unfortunately, that's the uh, doorbell, which means pizza from the dead is here. So we've got to wrap up the show. Uh, you've been listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation uh, with Ann and Ron, uh, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group. And you'll hear more about them in the upcoming weeks. But anyways, our special guest has been... Becky Beckers, and if someone wants to get in touch with Becky or go on her tours or read her book, how can they do all that, Becky? Um, the easiest way is you can find me on all the social media sites. You can call up Becky Vickers on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn, or go to my uh, blog, which is BeckGhostHunters.com, and you can sign up for tours straight from there and read all about our adventures and what's going on with us. But, uh Everybody's welcome. You guys come and see what the Goatman's Bridge is all about. And thank you guys for having me on today. You've just been delightful oh, to talk. So fun. It's, it's been our pleasure. And yes. uh, we wish you the best of luck in the upcoming season. And uh, seriously, seriously, if you do come up this way, uh, uh, let us know. We uh, Oh, she would be a great great guest on our uh, the TV show. Ed. Oh, yes, that would be fun. Oh, yeah. Because I, you know, I could, okay. I'd love to see her scream again. Nice. <laughs> just, just saying. It's not just pretty, saying. Ron. It's not a pretty just scream. Saying. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much. Anything you'd like to add before we say goodbye? No, you guys have been great. Thanks for having me on. I love talking with you. And don't think for a minute that I will not look you up when I'm up in that that area. <laughs> oh boy, you're in trouble. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'll be fun. Thank you, I Vic, have, uh, Becky. I have so many lawsuits against me. 
Yeah. Restraining Stop. orders. Stop. <laughs> that's why we're. That's why we have a lawyer for a sponsor. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, tune in next week from Ann and I. Good night. God bless. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.